Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hoop ballers. Let's talk about your balls. Yep, your balls and the area around them. Let's talk about manscaped.com. Go there and use promo code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. Use the promo code and go check out all the tools they have of trimming the hedges and taking care of your lawn. Like the Lawn Mower 3.0 with a built-in LED light to help you get into those dark thigh crevices on the inner parts. Also, the Gooch. It is hard to get to the Gooch if you can't see it. So use the LED light with the anti-tugless technology on the Razor. Full, long battery life. Then check out the Weed Whacker. Bring that out of the shed. Use it on your shrubs. Cut down what you need down to bare minimum if you need to. It's got a nice anti-tugless technology just like the Lawnmower 3.0. It's also got a lithium battery. And best news of all, these things are waterproof. So that way you can do it in the shower and take care of business in the cleanest way possible. Hoopball20 is the promo code that's going to get you free shipping as well as 20% off. I recommend using it. I recommend getting the complete care kit with your free shipping and your 20% off. Spend a little extra, get a lot more. There's a good care kit there for us gentlemen. Face scrub, shampoo, ball treatment, and the area that surrounds our balls. I believe there's even a pair of underwear in there for our balls. So yeah. That's going to conclude the talk about our balls. Now let's talk about bets. MyBookie.ag is where all the hoop ballers take care of their winnings and where we place all of our wagers that we post in our article in the wager pass as well as our free plays and our Discord chats. Yes, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. Let them know that we sent you. Hell, specifically type in my name. I want them to know. But most importantly, you got to let them know what podcast that is. And it is Today in Sports Betting. You let them know that we sent you. And then we, as a family, get to grow. And then we get to set you up to reap more benefits. And that is what's important to us because we are here to help you win money. And that is why we recommend my bookie. Their slogan is bet, win, get paid. And it's quite simply that easy. 
Use Bitcoin to get going. That's a high recommendation of VM Center at Vince Miracle, our guy. It's a recommendation of me. It's so easy. Dan Bespris, the podfather, Aaron Bruski, the godfather. They get in there. They get going with Bitcoin. They get their money in and out. And it's easy peasy. Who balls the promo code? Use that. Let them know that we sent you. MyBookie.ag. Bet, win, get paid. Now, as a podcast, we have your balls and your bets covered. And without further ado, we have today in sports betting. The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Welcome back to another episode and another edition of Today in Sports Betting. I am your host, Devin Ellington, or at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. You can find me, as well as the rest of the team, on Twitter at HoopBallGaming or within the Wager Pass. Over at hoop-ball.com. It's going to be very, 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 very hard to find a team of cappers under the price point that we offer. All I'm saying is it's 33 cents a day to get a wager pass. And that's going to get you into the Discord with us chat all throughout the day at all kinds of hours about everything. We've got a golf professional. We've got a self-proclaimed American Ultimate Disc League professional. I'm not going to say who it is, but uh, we've got a team, and it's well-rounded. So today's show, we're going to be talking about all those said things. Well, probably not so much golf, except shout-out John Rahm for winning his first major at the U.S. Open. Woo-woo. And then we've got some college baseball. We've got a couple elimination games today, or one at least. Uh, of course, MLB. Blake's going to be jumping in today, so we've got plenty of good angles for you. we got one game starting at noon-ish Central. So we uh, got about we got about an hour and a half to work with here, hour and 45. We, we can definitely uh, – Get the content in, get the content edited, and should be able to get you a red carpet rollout right before that Reds game. So, a Reds carpet rollout, Blake. Yes. Big old carpet. Let's do it. Yeah. Anyways, at Blake LaWatch, like I said, he he's joining me today. And uh, Mr. Tallysite himself. That's what they've been calling me, man. Yeah. It's weird. It's funny. Uh, I was looking through, I was getting my Royals and my Red Sox numbers, and uh, I'm ahead of schedule. I thought I was behind. Maybe, I guess essentially in the wager pass I am, but I didn't designate or clarify that I was going to make 162 plays strictly in the wager pass for Red Sox and the Royals. So, okay. um, I like that loophole. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I thought about it last <laughs> night at 3 in the a.m. whenever I was crunching some numbers and doing some work and taking show yeah. notes down. So uh, I told myself, I was like, well, hell, Tally Site's an awesome affiliate, and they've already done all the data tracking for me. So I got a database right here. Let's use it. Oh, there you go. But uh, you know what I found? You are uh, way better at picking Boston Red Sox games than I am. You're like one of the top Boston Red Sox analysts in all. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I would pretend like I knew that or had any idea. Um, Doug I pretty much actually, only back them at home and only back them when they're playing a righty or well, they're facing a righty. Yeah. Well, so I, I, you I guess know, that I, works. I did notice that, you know, your volume was lower than mine, but yeah. also very impressive selective percentages. And that's not a bad thing at all. Nope. Um, you know, you're number two in overall Red Sox rankings. And Doug is number one. Oh, what a jerk. <laughs> and I'm like fourth or fifth, I think. Maybe lower. Um, the record, though, in case anyone's wondering, 50 and 46 out of, for 96 plays on the Red Sox so far this year, 52.1%. Money line, I'm at 23 and 21 for negative 7.09% on an ROI. Spread plays, 12 and 9, 57.1%. Over-under plays, 15 and 16 for minus $24.91 based off of $10 bets. I'm sure you have the most volume by far, though, right? Uh, I think there was another guy that was right around 100 There's probably some other guy that actually lived in Boston. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Royals stuff, though. I'm sorry, but I don't think anyone's going to touch me on the Royals. I am the number one Royals analyst. Uh, 51, 45, and 4 overall for 53%. Money line, 22 and 16 with an average winning of $9.54 based off $10 bets, of course. Spread, 17 and 11, 61%. Over-unders. Terrible. I'm so bad at over-unders is what I'm starting to figure out. Dude, same. 12 and 18. 12 and 18 minus 24.2% on ROI. What's going on with totals this year? Let's crack into this, Blake, because you say you're struggling with it. Here we go. Betting 101. (laughs) Know what you're good at. Blake and I should not give out total plays today on the show. And if we do. I I keep saying I'm not going to, but then I have one on the wager pass today. I just think. Baseball keeps messing with the ball so much, and now all this sticky substance stuff they're messing with. Pitchers are getting injured. They just they keep messing with it, and it's becoming unpredictable. It is. Um, I think I think the spread is still the, the spreads and money lines are still predictable enough because it affects both teams, or you know affects both offense and defense the same on both sides or whatever. Right but over under, it only affects the offense going up, kind of thing. Yeah, I but I don't uh, know. I, I don't understand how I'm so bad at them, but let's talk um, real quick, Blake. Let's start rapid firing some games out and we can kind of dichotomously, dichotomously uh, dissect. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, and it took a while to get from the brain stem to the tongue stem. So <laughs> um, 
first game I already re- alluded to, Cincinnati and Minnesota. Dude, okay, so I had a wonderful time putting the abbreviations of these teams together last night in my handwritten notes, and I just realized that when you take CIN, C-I-N, and then you combine it with MIN, M-I-N, on a baseball betting, you know, like write-up stance. Yeah. If you put the abbreviations together, it kind of looks like cinnamon. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Cinnamon. (laughs) Thank God we got something. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think I just named the next Girl Scout cookie. You know, they got Thin Mints. Well, they got got Thin Mints now. Thin Mint, baby. (laughs) They only sell them in Cincinnati and Minnesota whenever the Reds and the Twins play each other. And Oklahoma because you invented them. Yes. Yes. Of course. You know, Um so speaking of totals, the two first games that we're going to converse about, we have had movement on the total and pretty heavy movement uh, for one game specifically. And so it makes me feel a little bit sharp because, you know, I was looking at these numbers at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. when they released Cincinnati, Minnesota total. I was looking at going under nine and a half because Wade Miley is just absolutely cruising right now. Lefties. Um, get hit up a lot against the Twins. I understand that. But, look, we got this other kid, Bailey Ober. Uh, Ober, you know, like uh, Hodor almost. That's what it reminded me of. Um, So, Bailey Ober, he is a 0-0 win-loss pitcher with a 3.71 ERA. The Twins have been rolling him out there a little bit lately. So, you know – the Twins got a lot of injuries right now. A lot of folks are not 100%. Buxton just hit the extended IL because of a fractured hand, and he's already been out for this team a while. But, you know, they got even worse news. Tw- twins are cooked for the season is what I'm saying, and Blake and I hit it on the head in the preview article. We we knew that the age and the overall just, you know, like the reliance on – Nelson Cruz was going to evaporate in productivity at some point. Long story short, Blake, and I'll let you say your opinions if you've got them in this. And I don't know if these are going to be making it into the wager pass or in the 100-pick challenge, which I have lost seven in a row in. Oof. Uh, Yeah. Um, But we'll talk about that maybe some other time eventually. Um, Yeah, dude, I'm just looking to back Wade Miley. The guy has looked really really good his road splits didn't scare me that much sure the twins are hitting against the lefty if you want to minimize some risk i would definitely recommend looking at the first five for the reds uh, my only thing is backing them as an offense on the road is a little scary which is why i like the under nine and a half and it's come down that half you know the hook down to nine but you're getting even money on bovada and on my bookie, the show's wonderful sponsor that I will talk about in a pre-recorded segment and give you an awesome rad opportunity to use a promo code <laughs> is at minus one hundred five. So, um, as of now, it looks like the market thinks over or I'm sorry, under nine is still getting the shade at minus one fifteen. I had under nine and a half at minus one ten. So I think Vegas is trying to tell us something, Blake. Yeah. Well, what is it? Yeah, I, I like back in the red. I'm I'm with you on this one. Back in the Reds and the under. 
Yeah. Uh, this Bailey Oberkid, I, I haven't seen him pitch yet, but he looks like a relief pitcher. Okay. Every, I, I was everything about his pitch usage. But Minnesota doesn't really do the uh, opener thing, I thought. so. No. And, you know, he's pitched four or five innings every single time. Okay. All right. So not but really I, an opener, but not a long starter. No. Yeah. He just hasn't been good. I guess he's gotten better. He's lost three games. He's only allowed three runs in quick math, quick math. Oh, geez. 13 innings. Okay. Three runs in 13 innings. Yeah. But before that, he was getting lit up. He just relies almost purely on fastball and change up. So he just screams relief pitcher, you know, eventually. Let's let's talk about his walk rate. How's his control? If you've got his page up in front of him. It sounded like that's what you're digging into, but I just, you know, my dad had a saying about assumption and well, he's walked two guys in 17 total innings. There we go. Okay. See, I would just as long as control is there, yeah. um, you know, and as we've seen with Wade Miley. And this could come back and bite us in the ass because it sounds like every it seems like every time that I try to back a pitcher for a specific reason, you know, yesterday Tyler Molly because of the first five under, look how that went. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Chard who didn't tell me to not make that play. <laughs> you know, I wish I would have known to not put that in the wager pass, but uh, yeah. nonetheless, I went five and two last night. Uh, just kind of putting together some really, really nice days, like small winning days, not losing the big days. Uh, you know, those nights where I had the six losses by a hook, like those actually like are very positive nights to me because it's like, damn, I was like right there, you know? Yeah. You know, those days where I just lose the vig, those days are the most annoying to me. Yeah. Like, I did it right. Yeah. Yeah, but like I'm being punished for it. That's the most frustrating thing for me. Yeah. Well, I have mommy issues and I'm a glutton for punishment. So mm-hmm. <laughs> get 50 shades of gray in here real quick <laughs> uh, for all you lady listeners. There you go. I, I hear that we have a big group of lady listeners. Yeah, I'm sure we got a couple. Uh, anyways, no, like no comment. I don't know. If that's uh <laughs> that's how that goes or not um okay so the next game i wanted to talk about right did you have any other opinions on this one no other than i wish i had i almost put this in the wager pass but i didn't but i kind of wish i had now yeah you know i I might silently do my write-up while we're talking i i'm 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 debating i really want to support the reds on the money line because i think wade miley gives them a great shot but again they're on the road and you know, they're actually 500 on the road and 500 at home now. I was about to say, their last few road games that I've, you know, kept an eye on, like, they've actually done better. And their pitching has gotten significantly better on the road, too. It's yeah. just their offense. they got to bring the sticks. Yeah, I don't know why they can't hit it on the road as bad as they can't. But, yeah. I mean, they're, they're 500 home and road. So, that gives <sighs> me a little bit of uh you know, and then they're looking to get to 500 tonight. So maybe they're extra motivated to get to 36, maybe. 36. So, um, yeah, you know, twins don't hit lefties very well. So, yeah, other than Nelson Cruz and Josh Donaldson, who is, you know, Donaldson's like hurt or questionable or maybe out. Like we don't know just, yet. Just about every night. Yeah. D- yeah. He's on, he's on the tag every night. So just keep an eye out on the sluggers. See if there's anyone. Just see what M- Minnesota does as a platoon. 
honestly, like I, I mentioned the Reds offense being hard to back, but I think the first five would be the way to play. Look how the game last night played out once the bullpens got involved. It was just kind of chaotic. So maybe look to minimize risk and um you know, I like the full game under nine and a half. It's already come down under to down to under nine. So get them while you can. I bet you can find a book with nine and a half still. Um, Houston, Baltimore. This game is already shifted by a full half. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I was just about to say it's shifted by a full run, but now in the time of talking about Cincinnati, Minnesota and transitioning to this game, it's gone back up a hook. So it's back up to 10 okay. on the total. So Wait. lots of line movement back and forth tugging. I think um, maybe some groups of people wanted it to get low so they could go back the other way. Nonetheless, I'm looking at under 10 and a half. It was my first glance. Under 10 is still getting minus 115 shade. Zach Grinky on the mound. Jorge Lopez, who's just been really just like kind of like a sacrificial lamb for the Orioles uh, since John Means went on the IL. Two and eight, 5.95 ERA. Zach Greinke, pretty bad peripherals this year. His 3.75 ERA is a little high, but yet, you know, it's sub four and he's seven and two on the year. I look, Jorge Lopez being the sacrificial lamb that he is as much as he has been. I still think that he can have a capable performance. And so I, I, you know, the, the Astros are as red hot as anyone in the majors and they're going to win the world series and represent the AL. I'm just saying. Um, and yeah, under 10 and a half for me because of a lot of inefficiencies as Baltimore, uh, Baltimore's offense, you know, represents trying to, be a team getting some runs on a total so i think grinky has a really dominant start like eight innings maybe and i think lopez gets to about five himself and uh you know the astros aren't going against a lefty so Mm -hmm. yeah lopez i feel like will be good eventually I mean, he's got it. His peripherals aren't terrible. They're not I mean, terrible, and considering his situation. Yeah, I mean, he's making – I think he's made more home starts than road starts, so he's had to deal with Camden. And his road starts, he's had to play, uh, pitch in some pretty tough ballparks, too. I mean, he just hasn't really caught a break, you know? Yeah, I'd agree with that, but I am all over the Astros on this one. Yeah, I think it's easy to back the Astros. You know, they're minus 195 on the money line. I think that's a great ingredient if you want to put it in on a little two-legger somewhere. Oh, yeah, good call. You know, it's it's just a good base. They're actually not the best road team, which is surprising. They're only three over 500 on the road. Yeah, they're trying to sweep Baltimore right now. uh, And I think they'll get it. Yeah. Uh, Man. They swept that four-game series against the White Sox. I know. The the White Sox are bad on the road, man. Yeah. The two American League, you know, World Series contenders or whatever are Uh bad on the road. Yeah. Um, So that means if the White Sox and the Astros meet up with each other in the postseason, we know that we could probably look to make some money preemptively backing the home team. There you go. It could be one of those series where the home team wins every game. 
Yeah. Well, it probably won't be because that's baseball. It'll probably be the road team every game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or the underdog every single game or something. Mm-hmm. Watch. It's this postseason is probably going to be really weird. Uh, yep. It will be. I'm looking forward to it though. Yeah, I am too. Um, so sorry. I was taking a nice sip of Joe. Um, next game. Let's go ahead and start rapid firing some of these bad boys out and figuring out what we, uh, are comfortable looking at what we want to play and what we just honestly don't have any opinion on. Um, all right, let's go into, I'm just trying to make sure I get them in the right order too. I don't want to mess anything too, uh, badly up a game that I really just don't want to talk about and I'm not playing and I hate this division and I hate these two teams when they pitch against each other. And I hate <laughs> trying to handicap these two, pitchers nationals phillies yep yep do you want to talk about it no i skipped right past it all right thank you so much man. i just kept scrolling <laughs> thank you so much here's another fun one that i really okay now that i know i'm ahead of schedule for the 162 and the royal like i know that i have less pressure now and i don't have to play this royals yankees game tonight with brady singer and garrett cole if i had an angle that I was most comfortable in, I would say I'm leaning pretty much on the picket of over seven and a half because it's getting a nice shade of minus 115. And overs with Garrett Cole have actually been hit. And I think his last two starts have gone over. And I've been back in that seven number. It seems like they just keep setting it at seven. Yeah, that seems to be the magic number when there's a, a Cy Young quality pitcher on the mound. Yeah. And these Cy Young quality pitchers are getting involved in more overs this year, I think. Because he can't sticky stuff. Yeah. How much do you want to bet Garrett Cole is injured by the end of this game? Ooh. I bet he is injured. I bet he doesn't make his next start. Mm. Hot, hot take. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, obviously, so much juice swirling around the Yankees. Minus one and a half on the run line. Still minus 135. Plus 235 for the Royals. Yeah, that's They're gross. That's too much. Absolutely no love. I'm trying to look at team totals, which they don't have any set yet. Lineup's probably still waiting to be loosely scra- scavenged up. Over under on the first five is four. Shade is getting some uh, treatment to the over at minus 115. No, sir. I'm good. Yeah, numbers are too bad. Yeah. Blake, you pick one next. What game do you have an opinion on? I'm going to roll with the Red Sox after yours, so don't pick that one. <laughs> okay, I will. And I'm going to go get me more coffee, okay? Even though I'm better than the Red Sox than you are? Yeah. Actually, yeah. I mean, you have full domain now, so <laughs> we've seen the numbers. So oh, geez. you go for no. it, bud. All right. Um, I like the White Sox. Or actually, I don't. I just find it an interesting game, the White Sox and the Pirates. Yeah, I was looking at that, too. Yeah, it's just... That honestly will be a game that I have no action on, but I will probably watch at least six innings of baseball. Yep. I had to tell myself not to play it just because it's tempting. It's going to be a good game. Well, here, the Pirates. How about this? White Sox first five because they're going against a lefty, but they're on the road. Uh-huh. So. White Sox first five money line on the road. They're 17, nine, and seven. 
Okay. It's actually, it's actually better than I expected. Yeah. See if the pirates are at home real quick. Scroll, 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 scan, scan, scan. And those first five numbers, I'm trying, I'm using the action network right now. It's kind of like my conglomerative tool when we record. But yeah, I'm not seeing uh, any first five numbers really set as far as money line, run line. There is a total of four, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, pirates are bad at home on the money they're line. Ter- they're, they're worse at home than they are on the road in just about every measure as a team. Uh, first five money line, they're not. No. They're bad at home and horrible on the road. Yeah. I All just right. kind of stopped trusting Gilito as much as I was. Yeah, no, I, I'm having a hard time trusting him whatsoever. Yeah, I was, I was in love with him for the first two months. Yeah. But he's really started to fall off a little bit. Um, <clears throat> and the White Sox are a sub-500 team on the road. Oof. Griff. So they, they definitely should beat the Pittsburgh Pirates, right? <laughs> they definitely should. And I was starting to write it. I just naturally went to write it out because they're facing a lefty. But minus one and a half, minus 105 on the road. Says something. That's not enough. Look, look, Pittsburgh's number. And I was about to point out Pittsburgh's numbers, guys. Look at like this is the psychology of the sports market setting entity that we are talking about, right? Like these numbers are telling us something. And I'm gonna go on the notion. And on tally site, when I make my picks tonight, I'm probably gonna pick the pirates to win because of this notion. They're only plus one forty five on the money line. And the run line, they're only getting minus one ten. And the unders getting shade under eight. So Vegas is telling us that this is going to be an inefficient, close game, and it's hard to win on the road in the majors, even though the Buccos are pretty bad in Pittsburgh. The White Sox are just as bad on the road. So I think the Pirates actually win this game outright. I think what that the market's telling me is that they don't know what's happening either. <laughs> They're telling me not to touch it with someone else's money. Yeah, it's a good team in a bad place versus a bad team in a good place. I like that. I've never heard that, honestly. That's, no. man. I'm, uh, I'm an incredibly wise man. You're changing my mind in my <laughs> life over here, Confucius. So. Yeah, so just scream, stay away from me. I'm not touching it. Although I do um, find it very interesting. Yeah, no, honestly, like, might be my favorite game of the night just as a baseball fan. Yeah, a Pirates game, too. Ugh. I know. It's so weird. Cabrian Hayes, though, I mean, he's back, so it gives you a reason to watch. Yeah, yeah, he's if he can touch all the bases, he's a fun guy to watch. I bet Cabrian Hayes has three hits tonight. Really? Two. How is he against righties? I don't know. I just Me have neither. a feeling. Is I he, don't know. He's a right-handed hitter, isn't he? Cabrian Hayes, yeah, I believe so. That's what I thought, okay. He's dynamic. He uh, that kid in a couple of years, I think he'll be the best third baseman in the league. Yeah, I just hope they can get him some help or something. Help and health, or trade him to. No, I don't want them to trade him. I want the Pirates to be good. Baseball's better when the Pirates are good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah. they're not gonna be good. He's gonna be a wasted career if he stays there. Hey, you know what? It might be because it sounds like Chris Bryant, but he would make a good Cub. Brian Hayes. He just sounds like a cubby, and I can picture him in a Cubs uniform right now. And he could be their pinstripes. He could be their third baseman. Chris Bryant can officially move off at third base. Or we could trade him to Washington and get some return. Trade Chris (laughs) Bryant to Washington? Yeah. Oh, they can. They would never do that. Uh, (laughs) Ah. You think? 
so like this season apparently the cubs and the nationals were connected to a bunch you know either rizzo javi or bryant but you know we're first place in the division right now and it's like i don't think anyone expected that so uh i honestly was hoping the cubs were gonna have a down year so we could sell off some stuff and just kind of get some freshness going but you know uh it is what it is. We're not making the World Series. So Yep. Wasn't that <laughs> this era of Cubs is supposed to be so good and they only won only had one really good season. Yeah, they got swept by the Mets and the Oh NFLs, yeah, I guess they had two good seasons and then and they won one you know, World Series. Won the World Series and then they underperformed the following year, obviously, off their World Series. Um yeah, they you know, they but you know, it speaks volumes. You know the team that they beat in the wild card to advance and, you know, face the Cardinals before getting swept against the Mets. They, Do I know they, the team? Yeah. In that wild card game. Ugh. 2015 the pirates. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. So look at the different directions that <laughs> was that in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And remember, guess who was that. pitching? Who was on the mound for the Cubs? No, for the pirates. It was Arietta for the Cubs. I can't even remember those pictures. I have no idea. It was Garrett Cole. He, I, I barely remember him there. Yeah. That's crazy. Garrett Cole. Yeah, no, I remember that game. Though. I remember how electric that crowd was. Yeah. And so we had all the, to, the flags. I, you know, that was a hard game to watch because, it, like you said, baseball is great when Pittsburgh's, like, you know, good. Uh, and just the PNC playoff atmosphere was really awesome. And watching that. But, you know, the Cubs had to beat them to move on to face the Cardinals in another divisional series. So uh-huh. that, yeah, that was a really fun playoff year. Um, so Atlanta, New York Mets, Charlie Morton, Marcus Stroman. Let's uh, not talk about this one either, huh? Uh, yeah, it's fine. Okay, cool. Thank God. Last time I backed up Stroman, he uh, kicked my ass. So I'm, I'm over him. Yeah, you know, I, I there's some very heavy shade to the over seven at minus 120. And we've seen a nickel worth of movement on the money line for Atlanta going from minus 110 to minus 115. Stroman, you know, I... I mean, this has I, been a low-scoring series. Yeah, and the Mets at home, man, I don't... Yeah, no, absolutely not. I'm not even trying. I was gonna try for a little bit, but I, I, I yeah, no, I can't. I mean, they had a doubleheader yesterday, so you'd think they're tired or whatever. Yeah, I was maybe gonna try to make a case for first five under because Strowman is actually like really dominant, um, and Morton has a good start coming. He's almost sub four ERA. He's been dropping the last two starts, so he's yeah. starting to, you know be a little more like morton but um st louis detroit i was trying to figure this one out as of right now there's honestly no value in it for me i might look at the under because st louis is terrible on the road and their offense is just pretty bad detroit Mm -hmm. inefficient and you know the home stadium a little bit more pitcher friendly scooble going for the tigers and he's got good strikeout stuff oviedo going for St. Louis. Not a lot of exposure on this guy. I think he's only made a couple of starts this year. Um, 
but I think last time we talked was his first start. Yeah, yeah. Like last month sometime, a couple weeks yeah. ago, something like that. I remember him getting into the rotation very, very recently. Like, isn't isn't Flaherty on the IL? Isn't that? I, believe, I feel like I haven't seen him pitching forever. Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't seen his name. Yeah, so Flaherty's on the IL, so the Cardinals are getting some of these different arms in there. Truly, Blake, I've got no real opinion on this game, but I would lean under nine. I mean, minus 115 on the shades, so Vegas is looking at it a certain way. And uh, inefficient offenses, so I might be looking at putting that play somewhere. I would kind of lean Detroit money line here. Even money plus 100. That's Scooball's what, been better. Yeah, my first glance was going to go to that, but uh, let's see. I couldn't pull the trigger, and they opened – Sorry to cut you off. I was just there making a gonna... point. Of, I was just piggybacking your awesome point because, uh, yeah, no, I was looking at that. Where'd they open at? If I can find it. Oh, there, they open. The trigger on tally site. Yeah, no, they open. Okay, so they haven't really moved around too much. Just a couple pennies. So, but go on. Um, Scoopball's been better, and he's a better pitcher at home by a decent margin. You know, three, four, six ERA at home. Five, six, seven on the road. The first month of the season, um, was that April, right? Yeah, <laughs> April. He was horrible. Since then, he's been in the threes. His ERA in the month of May was in the threes, and June it's been in the threes. I like, I like backing him at home. He seems to be a lot more comfortable of a pitcher at home. Uh, yeah. And I like backing him. I don't like backing the rest of the team. That's the only thing that kind of worries me. Right, right. They are a better home team in general, but nothing too exciting. And the well, Cardinals are pretty bad on the road. The Tigers are a team that when they get, you know, I've noticed it's easy to back, easier, easier to back them when uh, we got, you know, like Matthew Boyd on the mound or like some, these arms have been doing a lot better for them. Uh, so, yeah, you can tell they've tried to kind of recreate the like 2010 ish year when they had all those science, you know, Verlander and Scherzer and all those guys. Right. You right. can tell they're kind of trying to recreate that. Yes. Annabelle Sanchez. Oh, yeah. Gotta, gotta love, man. I, th- they had one other rotations. big money guy I can't think of. Yeah, so they had Scherzer, Verlander, Annabelle Sanchez. They also had, uh, they had one other guy who was it? Golly, man. Zimmerman. Oh, no, it was another one. Well, they had him, too. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 but they That's had another. Crazy. Yeah, they had like, like four or five guy. guys. Uh, yeah, and but I, had, I think they're re- trying to recreate that. Well, and then you remember they had, uh, didn't they have K-Rod, too, as their closer? Yep. Uh-huh. yep. Wow. How did they not win? I don't know. They were close so many times. Gosh. Dagon Cardinals. <laughs> So, um, actually, the Cardinals were when the Cardinals and Tigers played in the World Series. That was like I think that was my freshman year of high school. It was like oh six oh seven. So I was getting way ahead, jumping Dang, way yeah timeline. Yeah, You're younger Card- than I like to think you are. Yeah, I don't act like it. Well, I mean, I uh-huh. I do actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dontrell man. Willis was on that team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. God, yep. I feel like he retired in like 1995. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like he retired in like 2005. 
<laughs> yeah. I guess Rick Porcello is on that team too, but I don't think that's Rick Porcello. Yes, that that was uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Which you know Por- Porcello does have a Cy Young, doesn't he? He does. He With Minnesota, right? Yeah, it was that year where like all these all the Statcast guys. Yeah. We're like no way, he's horrible. But you know, he had the pretty surface numbers. Yeah. So he won it. Hell yeah. Rick Porcello. All right. Blake, we got All right. rapid Sorry. fire a little bit of these. Getting distracted. <laughs> yeah, no, I do too. I, I, I'm so bad at it. Um, Toronto, Miami. I said I was going to talk about that game. I, like, I think it's funny how we opened MLB by saying, oh, we're so terrible at totals. And it seems like at every angle that we've talked about today has been about a total. Yeah, it's kind of the easiest side to just like naturally see. Um, you know, two good pitchers you lean to the under. Right. It's hard to ignore it. Or just kind of what we've been seeing lately from the teams. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Toronto, Miami, Stripling going for the Blue Jays. He's been just really terrible. Sandy Alcantara has been okay, but his walks and his control keep getting him into issues. And I've tried to back a couple of first fives, you know, first five total unders with him on the mound with Miami. Not working, not working for me. I'm really bad about picking Miami is what I've noticed in like every compartment. So listeners, buyer beware, do what you want. Uh, Toronto, though, I feel like I have a good angle on them with Ross Stripling on the mound. So I'm looking at over seven and a half, and I think it could hit pretty early in the game. Yeah, this is a hard game for me. I don't love this one. Miami's offense is just really inefficient, but... It is. They have some really good pieces, though. Yes. And they do score more runs at home. And against Ross Stripling, they might be able to have their way a little bit. That's what I was thinking. Like guys like Rowdy Taez and Randall Grichik, maybe Jensen, if he's not on the IL still. Danny Jensen. You know, some of the more unsung heroes for Toronto are going to have to get things going, I think. Yeah. We always have the capability of, or a possibility of Biggio and uh, Vladdy Jr whacking a couple bombs so i mean yeah they can get it going quick i think toronto walks or gets a lot of guys on base from walks early and i think there's at least a two-run home run within the first four innings for toronto yeah i could absolutely see that and toronto does not strike out a lot either nope and sandy alcantara actually doesn't strike a lot of guys out no he doesn't he's pretty pretty average yeah now his whiff rate and stuff, his whiff rate and whatnot's pretty decent. Yeah, his XERA is lower than his ERA by, you know, not a lot, but point three ish. Sure, sure. I'm just wondering why. Hmm. Anyways, that's how I feel about it. Um, Boston, Tampa Bay. I'm gonna rapid fire some of my opinions here. Yeah. Um, over eight. Tampa Bay on the money line, Tampa Bay on the run line. I'm not sure which ones are making it in the wager pass, where they're going, how they're getting played, unit designation, all that. But those are the things that I like in this game. Uh, You know, I I hate backing Tampa Bay's offense. But uh, the fact of the matter is Eduardo Rodriguez is pitching. Uh, He's a lefty. And the Rays, well – 
they got Austin Meadows, who really likes to hit lefties. And he has power. His average against them should be a lot better. He's still struggling. But they also got other capable guys in Arizona against lefties. You know, having uh, Wander Franco being called up is exciting. The number one overall prospect in baseball. Um, so, yeah, lots of stuff to kind of look at in this game. And I'm looking to back Tampa Bay. That run line play minus one and a half plus 170 looks really nice to me. Plus 170? Mm-hmm. Really? I don't trust Erod at all. <laughs> no, me neither. I don't. And Tampa yeah. Bay's money line's already swelled to minus 130. Yeah, I'm seeing it at 125 right now. And I need to backpedal something I said earlier. I said I always back the Red Sox at home. They're actually pretty meh at home and really good on the road. Yeah, I know but... <laughs> they are a good... You know, they've kind of fizzled a little bit, but, like, they haven't had a catastrophic, like, collapse, you know? No, and uh, they they have too many good pieces. They'll they'll be good. And that's baseball. It's a long-ass season. Every team's going to have their two weeks where they're not very good. Yeah. And these two teams are very evenly matched. Boston, 43 and 29 on the year. Tampa Bay, 43 and 30. Kittredge is the opener. Um is I believe. Okay. I believe that. Oh no, no, no. He's five and one, one point three four ERA on the year. So they use him longer than a. He has opened for them in the past. Yeah, that's like their rite of passage. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you know the Rays have lost six games in a row? Whoa, I did not know that. I did not know that either. So time for them to get one back here. I guess so. So Yo, <laughs> with the Diamondbacks winning last night, the Rays now own the longest, longest losing, losing streak. streak. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> And we did say, you know, or I put it in Discord, I think that Arizona wins at least their next five games, but I put the number of seven on it. Dang. <laughs> yeah, I already, already backed Arizona on the wager pass today. You did? Yep. Heck yeah. Heck I pulled yeah. the trigger. That's the way to do it. Um, I'm going to toss these two California games out there because who cares about California? Uh, I'm kidding. Uh <laughs> San Fran, Los Angeles, Desclafani, Andrew Heaney on the mound. I just cannot figure this one out. I, I, I'm not going to mess with it. Desclafani scares me from time to time as a handicapper. Mm-hmm. And I would look at the over, but Heaney has very high upside potential on strikeouts, and he could just mow through San Fran, um, who is 20 games above 500, by the way. Yeah, what the hell? Los Angeles, the Dodgers taking on the Padres of San Diego. Kershaw, Snell battling it out. Two lefties. I still think we see over seven and a half in this. And uh, I was on over seven last night. Dodgers minus 115 on the money line. Tried to back them as a dog last night, and I got dogged. So I am not looking at playing any California love tonight. Yeah, but Vegas made some good money last night on that game. They did. It was such a sucker bet. I, and I knew, mm-hmm. but it was like, yeah. how? And, and I even talked about it in the wager pass. How many times are we going to get to bet the Dodgers as an underdog? Just, so yeah. just do it. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, they got their ass kicked, you know, but like, honestly, I, I could say that the rest of the season, unless like crazy major injuries happen. Like we're not gonna get to bet the Dodgers as an underdog in the regular season two more times. Yeah, you're probably right, unless they go up against Astros or something. Yeah, yeah. 
and they got to send a random guy. Like if they send Tony Goslin out there against Framble Valdez, uh, and the Astros are doing what they're doing, like they're super, super, super hot, and maybe the Dodgers are down like Pollock and Turner and some other bat. I could see that. Yeah, sure. But yeah. not typically going to be the case to get some underdog plus money on the uh, Dodgers. Yeah, it's not going to happen much. Um, do you know what Blake Snell's home road splits are? Guess I the don't. difference. Guess the difference. It's like ERA. ERA. Or, um, so I bet his road splits are better. No. No? Okay. So his road splits <laughs> are worse. And... I keep putting you on the spot like this. No, you're good. Um, It just tests my intuition. Um, So, yeah, road splits are better. Road splits are worse. Damn it. See, I'm trying to create my own existence, (laughs) my reality. Nothing else matters, guys. No matter how many times I'm wrong. Um, All right. Road splits are worse. Better, better, better. Right? Road splits are worse. Okay. All right. See, that that was actually not on purpose. Uh, (laughs) um, I'm still first cup of coffee in you want me to just tell you things so up embarrassing yourself is it it's it's more than three and a half runs isn't oh it? uh yeah like triple that oh my god the no area home is 1.65 on the road it's 10.36 whoa so blake snell is at home yeah i you know will that level out or is that the way he is i mean Petco i don't know is a hitter or a pitcher's ballpark yeah, I mean, he's pitched about the same amount of innings, both home and road. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Um, all right. I want to talk about Oakland, Texas a little bit because the line movement's been really weird. Oakland minus 149 is the opening number. They're down to minus 135. I took minus 145 after it got away from the minus 150 mark. And... Cole Irvin on the mound, the lefty. Texas usually has issues with lefties. Joey Gallo has the occasional moonshot that he cranks out. But they the the Rangers got this uh, Taylor Hearn kid pitching, pretty young. He's a lefty. You know, now that I think about it, the A's are actually not that great against lefties, but they're getting healthier. They've kind of been sputtering against them lately. But, look, they're starting to get Kana to hit again. Tony Kemp is a really nice sneaky play against lefties. Might look at it over uh, RBI play for Tony Kemp or Chad Pender being some low exposure guys. Uh, Pender hits three hundo against lefties. Matt Olson, a 996 OPS, 306 against lefties. And you got Mr. Chapman, uh, 253 against lefties. L- Loriano back in the lineup, which is huge. Uh, he, that's, I think that was the biggest part of them being bad against lefties recently, but Oakland minus minus one forty-five money line minus one and a half on the run line at plus plus one fifteen. They got demolished last night, but we were on the, uh, Rangers. A lot of us in the discord, uh, we, we were, I don't know if any of us put it in the wager pass, but it was like 10 minutes before the first pitch. And like three of us were like, we like the Rangers tonight, and then they ended up just destroying. I, I had the Rangers winning outright. Uh, I, I hit a Rangers trifecta last night is what I'll Ooh. say on the tally site. So, um, Trifectas are fun. Yeah, they are. And I did it in the Houston game. So it was a, it was a Texas tango last I got night. in the Houston one as well. 
Looky there, buddy. Hey, we might get <laughs> shout out today together. We might be the only two analysts that hit the Houston trifecta. You think so? I feel like it was a gimme. Yeah, and I feel like there's probably a couple <laughs> more. We're not that sharp. No, um, but yeah, crazy value on minus one thirty-five for uh, Oakland right now. I think a lot of people are like worried that they aren't hitting lefties still, but what they're forgetting is they're getting a shot in the arm and uh, Chad Pender and the Mats and as well as Ramon Liriano. So if they can get around Colberson who kills lefties and Joey Gallo's power and do not let Adolis Garcia extend on one, I think the A's have a chance of like even maybe blanking the Rangers tonight. This is going to be a grind game, I think, but you know, still enough of a grind to where Oakland squeaks out that two run run line win. Yeah, I hate I hate a series. I've stayed far away from it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, I don't blame you. You know, I didn't want to touch it. Um, obviously, didn't feel confident enough to put it in the wager pass last night. But uh, nonetheless, had the right angle last night. So that's what's maybe helping me think that I can have an angle tonight with the Oakland bounce back, thinking that they don't want to lose two in a row. To yeah, going go another way. Yeah. Um, Milwaukee, Arizona. We were talking about these Diamondbacks and how they're about to become the hottest team in baseball. And tonight, they got Zach Galen going against the mound against Mr. Freddy Peralta. And I'm looking at under eight and a half. The shade is minus 120 to under eight. The totals moved by a hook since me putting this number in. So uh, not a huge opinion on me here other than the fact that Milwaukee is on the road and they have a dog shit offense and Arizona is pretty bad against righties. If it was a lefty, I wouldn't have the same notion because they're slugging and their extra base hitting and ISO is just astronomical against lefties. So the Diamondbacks at home, still a shitty offense, just like the Brewers. Let's look at under eight and a half. You're going to have to get some juice on under eight if you want to play it right now in most spots, though. Yeah, that's where it is on my bookie. I like the under as well for all the exact same reasons you just said. Yeah. I mean, I could see it being like a 4-1, 5-1 game. I don't yeah. know who's going to be putting up. Well, I know who be, because I just said they're going to become the hottest team in baseball. Fucking dime, or, ooh, yeah. Sorry, Papa Best. <laughs> frig, freaking Diamondbacks. Freaking oh. Diamondbacks. <laughs> oh, hey, that, that's my first one. That's, oh, that's good. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to drink more coffee. Hold on. There you go. I, I, that's what I'm blaming. <laughs> ooh, uh, my only fear with this game is Zach Gallon. He's just so streaky. Yeah. And he hasn't been pitching a lot. You pitched a couple days ago for the first time in over a month. Yeah. And he got blown up. But yeah. I'm hoping that was like his comeback game kind of thing. And yeah, tonight's his get right game. He does have a sub four ERA. But like I mean, yeah, you he said, has he good hasn't, numbers. Uh, he hasn't pitched a lot lately. So, But yeah. Okay, let's wrap this up with your Mariners. You want to take the rain on this one? I think you yeah. already know where I'm looking at it based off the pitcher's pitching based off the pitchers pitching and where they're playing. The Rockies are on the road. But, you know, I, I kind of like this game, and then I looked at it. Minus one and a half is only plus 120 for the Mariners. Wow. And to trust the Mariners to win by two runs and only get $1.20 back is not enough for me. They're minus 160 on the money line. That's ridiculous. The Mariners? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, I like the Mariners. I think I took them on Tally's side all over the place. Um, but, I've uh, got over eight. 
Right. Even though the Rockies on the road are a terrible, terrible offense. My thing is Freeland being a lefty. I think the Mariners are going to have some really good success tonight. Might look at the Mariners team total. and uh, Yeah, their offense has been better. Waiting for a team total number to be set. And then the uh, I want some first five numbers. I would love to back Seattle in the first five. This yeah, is I could see that nightcap game. So, you know, the Rockies just have a terrible bullpen, and the Mariners is pretty mediocre. So, I, I like full game and first five. Yeah, yeah. I just can't trust the Mariners, and I'm not going to. Sure, I hear you. Um, well, that wraps MLB. That was the last one. That's that it. Was it <sighs> on the MLB? Um, I want to talk. A couple of uh, – oh, I talked Buxton, but I forgot to throw out there Joey Lucchese for the Mets has a torn UCL. So Tommy John surgery coming his way. And uh, that sucks for them. Sucks for me because I liked taking overs in games that he pitched in. <laughs> <laughs> but speedy recovery, Joey. Take him while he's down, man. Yeah. I, know, I mean, he listens to the show every day, so, uh-huh. I got, you know, we got to – uh, you know, sorry, Lucchese. So, um, sounds like a mafioso. Uh, it does. Yeah. So last night I was watching Vanderbilt in the college world series play NC state. And I had just talked about this pitching prospect, right. For the MLB draft coming up in lighter, uh, for Vandy. Kid yeah. had 15 strikeouts and threw 120 pitches last night in a losing effort against NC State. So now Vandy being loaded with like eight top MLB prospects in this year's draft and like four in 2022, um, they're facing elimination. And uh, was not expecting that. I dogged on NC State so much coming into the postseason didn't think that they were going to be able to get anything done. And here they are sitting pretty with no losses in the double elimination column in the College World Series. Uh, Stanford put some break, brick, brick breaking uh, on the Arizona Wildcats. Stanford won 14-5. And that Vanderbilt-NC State game was just like a really fun, grinded out, you know, high-pressure situation at all times. Vanderbilt... Like I said, lost. NC State won 1-0. And today, the game of the day, in my, man, actually both of these games today, first one starts at 1 on ESPNU. Tennessee and Texas, an elimination game. And, Blake, when we were talking about the regionals, we were talking about the Tennessee and LSU matchup and how I thought the winner of that matchup was going to go on and potentially represent one of the last teams in the College World Series. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to walk that back now because I'm pulling for Texas. I don't want them to get eliminated. They're the last chance for the Big 12 to do something. And the, you know, OU women, you know, they won the softball championship. So I want the Big 12 to get softball, baseball, and basketball. I think that would be phenomenal for the conference. But Tennessee, man, they are tough. Uh, We're going to see two MLB pitching prospects in this game, uh, 
you know, I'm terrible and I don't have their names in front of me. But if you look up, you know, your basic MLB prospects rankings, you can see who I'm talking about. Texas's pitcher could be, uh, he's going to be a top five pick, I think. Um, Vanderbilt has a chance to have the first three players off the board between their two pitchers, Lighter and Rocker, and then their shortstop at third. Um, Mississippi State, Virginia, I'm going to keep it brief on this one. Virginia looks like the 2015 national championship team, and they are getting it done with some dirty, filthy pitching. And I talked so much shit on Virginia and regionals and super regionals. I don't think I've made a play on them. So now that I'm doing it today, they're going to lose 17 to two against Mississippi State. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the way it works. It's the way the cookie crumbles. Um, Virginia though, like I would not be shocked if they win this college world series. Uh, it just seems like the, it's got that ACC feel like it, it, it's this postseason bubble, this postseason collection of teams. It just feels like the ACC is just going to kind of somehow push through the goop, you know, and just find themselves holding up that championship trophy. Um, that's at six tonight on ESPN two. Really, really loving the uh, College World Series right now. And then tomorrow we got Stanford and Vanderbilt in an elimination game. Kamar Rocker probably going to go for Vanderbilt. Let's see if he can match his buddy's strikeout performance and get 15 of his own. When is Vanderbilt going to stop just producing all these MLB players? Uh, Probably never. Have they had the same coach all these years? Um, you know, that's a great question. There are a lot of these programs that have, uh, skippers that have been in there for like 15, 20, 25 years. Um, let me, you know, I, I'm curious now, so I'm going to look that up. Oh yeah. I imagine for them, it's either be the manager for the best team in baseball or for some double a team, uh, Tim Corbin, he's been there since 2003. So so long enough. So what? David Price was like his... Fr- no, was David Price... Is he that old or that young? I believe so. Yeah, David Price was like his first... Yeah, because David Price got drafted in 04, 05, I think it was. I was, lean, I was thinking 04, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he won that... Yeah, so they won... A, I think they won that national championship his first year. And David Price was a part of that. So, Sheesh. Man. You know one of my favorite random pitchers and knowing where they went to school? Do you know where Corey Kluber went to college? Kluber? Yeah. No, so I'm like... Stetson. <laughs> Stetson. The Stetson Hatters. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, baseball, they can come from anywhere, man. Exactly. Uh Coastal Carolina's got two two guys in the majors too, I believe. Oh, really? So, yeah. Okay, so that's how I'm feeling. I'm ready for some MLB draft coverage. Um, as of right now, I'm pulling for Texas, but I think Virginia gets it done. If Vanderbilt gets knocked out, then even more so. But I don't think – I don't know. I've been dogging Stanford this whole tournament, and they just keep scoring 15 runs. So – I, I just think the offense is going to hit a buzzsaw against Vanderbilt in the elimination game tomorrow. Mm. But Virginia, man, they are so freaking balanced. And they've got some really good infield talent that's going to be looked at in 2021, 2022 drafts. So 
Um, David Price was drafted in 07, by the way. Oh, we were off. First overall pick by the Devil Rays. First overall. Wow. I forget he was the number one pick. Yeah, Mike Moustakas was second. Wow. Josh Fitters and then Daniel Moskos. Wow. Sorry for those other two guys. <laughs> <laughs> Did they even make it to the majors? I don't know. Josh Vitter's the name sounds familiar. Did, yeah, no, Josh Vitter, V-I-T-T-E-R-S. Yeah, for the yeah, Cubs. Yeah, yeah, no, he def yeah, he was there. Um, yeah, Daniel Moskos. I've never heard that name before. No, I don't think he made it to the majors. Maybe briefly, but he's probably listening to us right now. Yeah, no, no, actually, he is a listener. He listens every day, man. Every, every single player is a listener every single day. <laughs> so I don't, I'm going to keep doing that throughout today in sports betting. Like, as our, you know, as we grow, like, you just got to casually just be like, oh, yeah, dude, freaking Jack Nicholson <laughs> listens to the show. Like, Somebody will believe you. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, you just, you know, you speak your own truths, right? Mm-hmm, there you go. Yeah, you know, will it into existence. Yeah, Edgar Renteria, what a guy! Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And he listens. You know, he sent he sent my niece a birthday card like uh, four 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 and a half years ago. So what a freaking guy! I know, dude. Edgar Renteria. <laughs> uh, all right, so I I gotta throw some you you uh, you're oh gosh, here we go. I licked the battery. Um, I gotta throw some uh, European Championship stuff out there. Cause I got some underdogs today that I really, really like. And I just want to say that England is terrible as a country. They're terrible at war and they're terrible at uh, oppression and they're terrible at international soccer. So uh, Czech Republic today, baby, I'm going to take them on the goal line. They're getting half a goal at plus plus one fifty two. Give it to me, baby. Give me some Rick James. And I love, Czech Republic today because England loves the shit down their sock when they try to score goals. So, and then Scotland plus 200 on the money line against Croatia, um, under two and a half goals. Also in that game, if you want to do a uh, SGP, is that, is that what the kids are calling it these days, Blake? Same game parlay. Uh, sounds right. Yeah. All the cool kids are doing it. So if you want to throw that out there, go for it. But today, Czech Republic, Scotland, fun, fun, fun times. And then I'm going to throw an NBA future out there if you want to have some fun with five or ten boogie dollars. Plus 320, Clips to win the series against the Suns. I think the Clippers go to the daggone finals, and I got them at plus 850 to win the NBA championship. Just saying. The uh, We have my what? Sorry. Yeah, no, it's the Clippers. I was just talking about the Clippers. No, what uh, what odds did you get? I didn't hear the odds. Oh, Clippers plus 320 in the series against the Suns and uh, plus 850 to win the uh, title. Almost said the wow. World Series. <laughs> Do you think uh, Chris Paul's getting back before the end of the series? You know, that's... Uh, I know that's a million-dollar question that, right yeah, now. It is, and based off of me thinking the Clippers win the series, I'm going to say no. I think he might get to play some, but... But how good is he going to be? Well, he's going to be great because he's CP3, but... Yeah, he's a veteran. He's, it, it, by the time he comes back, the damage might have already been done, you know? Yeah, and, you know, everyone hasn't been coming back from COVID 100%. And, you know, don't get me wrong. The Clippers are down Kawhi with his knee strain. 
mm -hmm. MCL, I think it was. It might be ACL. But yeah, no, I mean, look, everyone's hurting. Um, the Bucks just, I mean, honestly, the Bucks look scary now after they went ahead and took care of business against the Nets. Uh, you know, the Jazz were, I, I was telling myself that if the Clippers got through the Jazz, their biggest defensive star wall, you know, mm -hmm. then they were going to have success and then they were going to go ahead and create their own path to the NBA finals. So for the Clippers to win the West, I would even entertain that. I'm not sure what the number's at. I haven't looked it up, but I guarantee it's probably anywhere between like plus 400 plus 500, I would say, if they're odds to win the championships in the plus 800, so eight to one. Uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. Not that I'm an NBA savant like the rest of our roster, but yeah. uh, I love them tonight. I, I got uh, 25 bones on them plus five and a half. Um, you know, the spreads come down from six. I think PG has a really strong performance tonight. Terrence Mann is a player that I think has a 20 point night. So I like his points and rebounds total to go over. Uh, I think it was, let's see, I got it written down somewhere. I got it written down somewhere. Uh, it, it was like 16 and a half, I think, but I think he scores. 20 points alone because he's got to be an X factor for the clips tonight. Uh, over 15 and a half for Terrence Mann points rebounds. Give it to me. So. Or 15 and a half. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. I don't need that at all. The, the Clippers are now plus five. Oh <laughs> so man. It's, it's so it's, it's, it's moving even more. So at this rate, you might just have the value on the money line and just try to, you know, yeah. have a nice sweaty evening. So <laughs> But honestly, like I think they cover the spread, but I think they win the game. So, like you know, if you want to yeah, play it down to three, you know, just stay with a key number. Mm -hmm. Five is actually a pretty key number in basketball. Yeah, I bet it is. That, that sounds right. So, like, yeah, I'm not an NBA guy too much either. Yeah. Well, I think we just talked about a conglomerate of stuff that a lot of people are going to appreciate. I wanted to get into some AUDL, but tomorrow we can do that. And uh, Daniel's going to be joining the show again sometime soon. We're going to preview week four, so he might be coming on the next couple of days. Perfect. You know? Unplanned foreshadowing. Um, go to theaudl.com if you want to start learning about teams and rosters or if you want to create an ultimate disc league team for America. Yes. For America. Also, go to DraftKings Sportsbook. Not a sponsor or an affiliate of ours. I will say that, but they are the ones who support the AUDL, and I love the AUDL. So you can get into free contests and lobbies, and it's pretty much like team props and player props for like completed passes or what team's going to score more first half breaks and la di da di da. So fun stuff like that, free entry, but real prizes and real cash. And uh, the AUDL is about to explode, and y'all better jump on the train because we're going to the moon. Here you go. And it's going to be fun. So, uh, Blake, I know you got to get on with your daddy duties today, and I'm, I've got you about 45 seconds over than what we had planned. He's at Blake yeah. LaWatch, L-A-W-A-T-C-H. I'm at Devin Ellington in real life, or at D-A-L-E-007, like James Bond. 
So think I'm a sharpshooter on Twitter. Don't forget to follow the team at Hoopball Gaming. Go to hoop-ball.com and get a wager pass for less than 33 cents a day. Drop that expensive latte of yours and just come on and make some money with us. We'll get you a year's worth of your subscription in no time. I promise. Blake's got stuff in the wager pass dropping already. Thank you. Drop two plays in Discord as we were recording the show. Don't think I didn't see that, Blake. <laughs> I told you I was going to do it while we we're talking. Yeah, you did. You did. So, and I respect it and I appreciate it because I can't. Anytime I'm trying to do a game write up or like type notes as I uh, am hosting or like doing a show, my my fingers always stop. Like my brain stops. My words stop. Like so, I I just. I can never get typing and talking at the same time. So um, let's send this show on out, Blake. We got a weird card coming off of a weird Monday card. But as a team, we won last night. We had some. We had a lot of winners in the MLB channel. Uh, I hit my two-player RBI prop, so I might be looking for some RBIs tonight. Keep your eyes out on those folks. And uh, we got the free play coming out on at Hootball Gaming. Uh, we got to get – Blake, you're in charge of the fl- the free play, so uh, you, you run the tracking on that. We we got to get a chain going. We we need another six, seven-day burner, man. So burners happen very frequently here with the team, so make sure that you follow all of us and you go to at Hootball Gaming on Twitter and make sure to keep eyes out on everything for Hootball and for today in sports betting. As always, I am sending you all of my good vibes and all of my good energies. Be out there, be kind, and be safe. Make sure to listen up tomorrow and for the rest of the week. We got some really great shows. Use those promo codes. Let us know what we can do better at. Let us know what you enjoy. Make sure to have a wonderful day. Today in Sports Betting is out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.